Thank you for joining me today for a brief devotional to start your Monday morning. May your heart be strengthened by the truths you will hear. Good Monday morning. Well, we find ourselves in chapter 16 of Genesis in the story of Abram and Sarah still, Sarai at this time. And remember last week, the Lord asked Abram a question, or Abram asked the Lord a question. Is this child, are these descendants you've promised coming from me? And now, interestingly enough, Sarai comes to Abram kind of asking the same question, but not really asking questions. What she's really doing is placing accusation, which we know is what the enemy did to Eve in Genesis 3. He comes with accusation against God because that's what he's always targeting our hearts with. And it says that, she says it this way, Behold, now the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Now, remember... In just in chapter 15, Abrams believed the Lord when he said, look up at the stars. Those are your descendants. He's believed God in this. The Lord's credited to him as righteousness. Sarai then comes to him accusing the Lord of preventing her from having children. And Abram doesn't say anything. He doesn't go back and inquire of the Lord. He doesn't say, no, Sarai, that's not true. God just told me again, the third time that we're going to have descendants. And this time he affirmed to me it is coming from us, but he doesn't say anything. And so she says to him, I want you to go to my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. And so he goes in. He creates this son that's called Ishmael with her maidservant, Hagar, and he never inquired of the Lord. To this day, the consequences of that uh, moment of trying to help God out, if you will, have resulted in consequences that we still encounter to this day. The Palestinian people are the lineage of Ishmael. The Israelites are the lineage of Isaac, which will eventually come through Abram and Sarah, the promised child that they had. So as with all decisions that we make that are motivated by self, motivated by accusation and fear, and not motivated by the plans and purposes of our Heavenly Father, often they have consequences. Well, this one's no different. So then Hagar's able to have a baby, Sarai can't, and Hagar's throwing it up in her face like, ain't I the big dog here, lady? And so Sarai comes to Abraham and says, um, may the wrong done to me be on you. So now she's accusing herself of having been wronged when the whole thing was her idea. Oh my goodness, the self-deception we so often live in is just mind-boggling to me. But when you see it in black and white on the written page, it's like, you got to be kidding me. And then you're like, I've probably done this a thousand times. But she said, may the wrong done to me be on you. I gave you my servant to your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. And really, Abram should have stepped in. 
He knew what was true. He had the promise. He believed it in his heart. The Lord credited to him as righteousness. And now instead of taking this moment and shepherding the heart of his wife and saying, no, this is not truth. Just what Adam did. Adam should have looked at Eve and said, this is not truth. And he didn't. And so there are consequences all the way around. And they're now living in them. And so is Hagar. Because Sarah says to send her away. And so she flees from, um, behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please, Abram said to Sarai. And Sarai dealt so harshly with her that Hagar fled. So harshly with her that she fled when it was her own doing. How many times do you and I, in our own doing, create this mess of circumstances and then try to blame it on somebody else? It's just not okay. You and I need to be the kind of people that are willing to look at our own stuff and willing to repent when we see that we have been in error. And off Hagar goes, and she is just um, brokenhearted. And then the angel of the Lord comes to her. And he speaks to her about her boy. Because I don't care what the repercussions are from this whole story or even what we live in now. This is still her boy. And God speaks directly to her. And it says, so she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. The title of this God is El Roy, R-O-I, the God who sees. Friends, I don't care if you're Sarai. I don't care if you're Abram in this story. I don't care if you're Hagar in this story. God sees you. He's not forgotten your situation. Your challenges, your difficulties, your delays, your um, falsely mistreated, um, your jealousy, your contempt, none of those are lost on God. But what we need to do, each one of us, is turn to the heart of that God who sees us. Own what we've done in our own story. Repent of it if needed. And trust that He is big enough for even the mess that we sometimes make. That is our God, the God who sees us no matter where we may be. If your heart was encouraged today, please know we have many other resources. You can discover all of them by visiting us at reclaiminghearts.org.